Welcome to Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. A fire at the JBS meat processing plant in Grand Island on September 13th brought to mind a similar fire that occurred at a Tyson facility in Holcomb, Kansas in 2019. Here to discuss possible economic impacts of disasters like these at the plants in Grand Island and Holcomb is Elliot Dennis, Extension Livestock Economist and Assistant Professor in the Department of Agricultural Economics here at UNL. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Ryan. So as we record this right now, we're about a week out from the fire at the JBS facility in Grand Island. Can you just walk through what happened that night on, on September 13th and what transpired with their operations just in the week since? Yeah, so on Sunday evening, the JBS fire department was called in to uh, the JBS meatpacking plant, and uh, there was a fire on the roof of the rendering building, and that fire appeared to be uh, worsening. They were able, weren't able to get it under control, um, and then until about uh, Monday mid-morning, and so thankfully the way that things are set up that JBS was able to limit the damage to only the uh, rendering plant. Uh, and so they were shut down Monday and uh, a little reduced on Tuesday. But it, uh, from what I've been hearing is that they're pretty much up and, and running. We won't know for a couple weeks until we get the actual estimates of slaughter uh, to know actually how much uh, we lost um, in processing um, that we needed to make up. and. This was already coming on the back of, you know, pretty difficult situation with processing. And so this has only amplified the need to understand and, and to be aware of the, um, the impacts of that meat processing has on uh, livestock production. Well, kind of like I mentioned in the intro, as news was breaking about this fire, no doubt the Tyson fire at their Holcomb, Kansas plant probably came to mind for a lot of people. Uh, that was back in August of 2019. Can you just take us back to the impact that that disaster had? Yeah, so thankfully that the JBS fire uh, in Grand Island, Nebraska, wasn't as severe as the Holcomb, Kansas fire when that uh, Tyson plant uh, caught fire, but it did have a lot of similarities to that. And and what we what we can now look at is how the market tended to react to the Holcomb, Kansas fire and what needed to be said or things that the market was looking for. And, and the first was, is really, we wanted to know how bad the damage was and where that damage was. And depending upon that damage, the real question is, will that damage and that processing capacity be rebuilt? And then if it is gonna be rebuilt, the market really wants to know how long will it be, uh, will the plant be shut down before it will be fully operational again? And so I think uh, when I was following it, it seems like the JB, uh, the JBS was able to fully communicate a lot of those things. But what ends up happening is that when we lose processing capacity, we have market animals that are ready for harvest and uh, they now are unable to process those animals. What we ended up seeing in the uh, Holcomb, Kansas fire was that Tyson had already purchased cattle that were gonna be harvested within 14 days. What they ended up doing is that they ended up 
shipping those cattle elsewhere. Um, and so we actually saw, uh, we did not see a decrease in the total number of head harvested um, over a, with, within essentially a month timeframe. And that was because we were able to find new homes for those in different states or different plants. Um, and we we're also able to run Saturday shifts. The biggest, there's probably two major differences between the Grand Island fire and the Holcomb, Kansas fire though. Um, the first one was, was when, when it happened. So the Holcomb fire in Kansas happened a couple weeks before uh, Labor Day. And so a lot of the retailers hadn't purchased their product yet. And so when the Holcomb, Kansas fire happened, they, there was a mad rush to, to buy that product. Compared to that to Grand Island, we had already passed uh, Labor Day. And so that was a good thing because Labor Day is pretty much the only, our largest grilling season at the end of the summer. Um, and, that's, and the second thing had to do with the supply. Uh, we were already pretty tight on supply, right? Because we've had a lot of absenteeism. We were already uh, lowering some of the shifts because uh, there was some strained labor relations and OSHA protocols with COVID-19. And so that was probably the biggest thing that was on people's mind is that uh, we already have reduced capacity. So where are we going to ship these cattle if we lose uh, a comparable 6% or 5 to 6% of our processing capacity in, in the next, you know, three to four months. And should producers be expecting any impact from this Grand Island fire? Like I said, we won't really know too much in, uh, for another week or so until we get the uh, actual slaughter numbers. But from all uh, visual purposes, it looks like uh, it's not going to be a large impact. And, and really these larger issues about uh, potential meat processing capacity, um, or even the drought. Uh, these things are have um, lar the, a larger potential to impact prices going into the fall than um, than the Grand Island, Nebraska fire. All right, that is Elliot Dennis, assistant professor and extension livestock economist from the Department of Agricultural Economics at UNL. For more on this, be sure to check out his new article, Comparing the Grand Island and Holcomb Fires, on our website for the Center for Ag Profitability at cap.unl.edu. Thanks very much for your time, Elliot. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Nebraska Farmcast is a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.